Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me here on the pod. You can find it on Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also check me out on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. You can stream us right there in the WDBO app if you are outside of Orlando. I've said this many times before. I'll say it again. Always enjoy catching up with Brian Kilmeade, who has to be the hardest working person in broadcasting. I mean, this, this dude is on Fox and Friends early in the morning. And then, of course, he does his three-hour radio show. You can hear that show every weekday on WDBO 9 to noon after our show. This guy is all over Fox News in the evenings as well. I don't know when the man sleeps. So anyway, at the time of this podcast taping, Brian was arriving at Fox News early on Wednesday morning, right before 4 a.m., when he noticed that the Christmas tree right outside of the Fox News Plaza there in New York City By the way, a half million dollar project, the tree was smoldering. It had been set on fire around 12 midnight on Wednesday. So we talk about that horrendous story. We talk about crime being on the rise in America. The video conference between Presidents Biden and Putin and the Arizona governor begging and pleading with the Biden administration to do something, anything about the rush of migrants at the Mexican border over the last few days. Here's that chat now. What the heck is going on up there in New York City? A guy arrested for setting the Fox News Christmas tree on fire after midnight last night. The tree was destroyed. Apparently, this guy is in custody. And I I guess, Brian, we've talked about this before, but the bigger picture is what is going on with crime, especially in our bigger cities like New York and San Francisco? Well, you talk to AOC. It's no big deal. We're overstating it. Uh, While a tree goes on fire... One of our guys, as I walked in, he was teased the one who tackled the guy. He just walked in, uh, ignited some uh, some debris, some paper, threw it underneath. It went up. Uh, they tackled the guy to the ground, but it was too late. All these investigations going on through the night. And uh, I was just saying the other day, you know, Fox in about two or three years has made that a destination site. I mean, you, you I walk in now, there's music playing through the tree. I mean, that's part of the whole uh, thing. People are taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Every day, bigger and bigger crowds. So you're lucky people didn't get hurt because obviously this thing is flammable. Any tree is flammable. And, you know, it didn't, it, you could still, the, the whole lobby filled up with smoke and this huge skyscraper that we have for a building. Uh, you know, you couldn't stop that. So it, it took hours to get out. I, I'm walking in here at 3.50 in the morning and uh, there it looked like it was day, 12 noon with all the flashing lights and the, and the fire engines. 
it's a Christmas tree. You know what I mean? It's not like it's it's not objectionable to anybody. It's a freaking Christmas tree. I mean, what's it like living in New York City? I would imagine. I mean, you're you're going in awfully early. I would imagine that your head is on a swivel at that particular point. I, I guess you know the one thing is you know I, I've been doing this for a lot, a lot of years. This is the first time they have security at the curb. Mm. So when I get out, uh, like they're kind enough to send a car in the morning. Uh, when I get, when I walk out, there's a guy sitting right there. Yeah. Yeah. So that never happened before. That only happened over the last two years. Right, right. So and then they would they walk you through, and I'm you know I'm I feel like I'm fine. I'm, feel, I'm you know kind of aware of what's going on. But you know you look at these incidents. I, I just encourage people to look at the incidents. Let's say in crime, a person robbed, a person beat, a person stabbed. Look at these incidents. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon. You get stabbed. A 35 year old on the way to work gets stabbed. What? You know, so it's not that, you know, it's two in the morning and a bunch of kids get on and they, they have a few too many drinks and they're beating up on. I mean, this is like average everyday people going to work. They're victims. Yeah. And now you look at uh, what's happened in Chicago, what's happened in Philadelphia, what's happened in San Francisco. And uh, they, even the administration came out. And, you know, when AOC says, oh, this, uh, these uh, smash and grabs are overstated, even uh, Walgreens and CVS says so. I don't know what the hell she's talking about, but quickly, Jen Psaki said that. Yeah. And then you have the former mayor of Philadelphia came out and condemned the current uh, attorney general, this, uh, I mean, the, uh, the AG, and says he's responsible for he has got blood in his hands, and he's Democrat. Because Democrats, too, I, I think they're, they're people who are against crime, and I don't think they can keep their mouths shut now. Also, they're going down in flames if they don't speak up quick. Yeah, they're feeling the pressure. I mean, you know, the White House, like you said, is broken with the far left of the party saying, yeah, there is a problem. I mean, the primary job of government, Brian, is to keep the citizens safe. And in many areas of this country, they're not safe right now. It's not. And when you have zero bail, empty your prisons, criminal justice reform to the extreme, and then you defame and defund the cops, yeah, uh, it's a it's a perfect storm. It's as if Russia and China are writing this script. I mean, our gravest enemies are writing this script. It is, and you know, I, I'm speaking every day with the book. And last yesterday, I actually flew down to Amelia Island, mm -hmm. and back and forth in one day. And I'm getting the same questions. It's, uh, and I just say, listen, don't even say Democrat or Republican. It's right and wrong. Yeah, it's right and wrong. Yeah. and and it's it's not a matter of right as the minute you say this is a right wing or a left wing program, people uh, shut down or or eyes perk up. I go, don't. Are, are you pro crime or against crime? Right. Are you pro a strong defense or against a strong defense? You know, do you want to have pride in your country, stand for the national anthem, or don't you? Yeah. I mean, come on. This these are really fundamental questions. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of Russia and China, like you said, what do you make of the Putin-Biden talk? Can we glean anything from uh, that two-hour chat between the two men yesterday, Brian? A couple of things. And then with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, when he green-lighted, everyone said, why are you giving, why are you giving them the, this Nord Stream 2 pipeline? You got nothing. When he came out and said, you're renewing the, uh, the missile defense pact, they were cheating on it. That's why Trump pulled out of it. He said, redo it. We're, we're the ones being held back, and they're cheating on it. He walked in there and said, yeah, finish the Nord Stream 2, and we'll go back in the old missile pad. And in a way of saying, like, listen, I'm here. I'm an adult. You can handle this. As if they don't remember what happened when Obama came into office and said, let's reset this relationship, and let's take out that missile shield. It seems to be bothering you because we're protecting Poland and Eastern Europe. So without even telling our allies, let's pull those missiles out. And then we tell them, uh, now what do you want to do? Let's reset the relationship. They're like, no, thanks. And when we tell them um, Assad must go, they go ahead and put troops on the ground and make sure Assad stays. 
and then they take Crimea when we tell them not to and to give it up. They don't, and they still have a presence in the Ukraine. So everywhere that they've tried to deter it, all they see is weakness. Every time we put our hand out and say, come on, let's be adults about this, they don't. So now we got to get the swift investment system, uh, the international business system, really would get their attention. It would really destroy, further destroy their economy. That did not come up yesterday that I can tell. But not finishing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, they're using it as a cudgel, as a wedge. Wait a second. So you're admitting that that helps Russia. You're admitting that you gave them a big thumbs up for getting nothing in return. And now you're saying, I might pressure Germany not to finish it. Well, really, they bypass Ukraine, isolate it, and they'll make you addicted to Russian oil and gas. And we have to defend them should they freeze to death in the winter, should they be invaded by Russian tanks. It makes no sense what's going on. Before I let you go, the Arizona governor calling on the president to, quote, do something, anything after thousands of migrants rush the state's border with Mexico here. Uh, the border continues to be a huge problem. And and really, Brian, not a peep, not a peep from Washington right now. Yeah, we were worried about Ukraine's borders, but we're not worried about <laughs> America's borders. And, you know, I got an email, I just uh, I got a text message from somebody who just said, Brian, my wife's a teacher. They added nine kids last week who wow. don't speak a word of English. And they told her, if you complain, we will move you out of the school. We can't fire you. We'll move you out of the school. Mm. And they now got COVID. The teacher vaccinated, and then their 14-year-old got vaccinated from the illegal alien. They came to this country without parents, who now is in the middle of our legal system. We're propping up in some safe house or some sponsor home, paying the sponsor home. And these kids go into classrooms, lower middle class or lower class, working class classrooms, and teachers are told to keep their mouths shut. Mm -hmm. Do you under, I cannot overstate the ripple effect of this irresponsibility at our border. And any president, if Trump was doing this or Bush was doing this, I'd be just as outraged. It is total negligence. There is no excuse for it. Uh, it, is, it is either diabolical or it is incompetent. Either one I'm equally disappointed and angry at. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat on the Inez Says podcast. You can find Brian right after Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 9 to 12 every single day. And, of course, we hit the air 5 to 9 a.m. with Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast today. Appreciate you being here. We will see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.